Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the Gospel and my homily for the third Sunday of Lent on March 20th, 2022. You can view that full liturgy of the Word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the tower at Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than anyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it, and it may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are shown two trees or bushes in these readings. They couldn't be more different. The first bush we meet is a bush that is burning with the energy of God's life, God's call, God's passion. It's a bush that captures Moses' attention and he's drawn towards it. It invites him, it allures him, it pulls him, and yet it terrifies him nonetheless. It's a bush that cries out that Moses is in the presence of that which is truly holy. Holiness itself. And he's called nearer to hear what holiness itself has to say to him. And holiness itself, burning in that bush, reveals deep and profound compassion, worry, mercy for the afflicted of the earth and calls Moses to set them free. Holiness itself, as Moses stands there, reveals to Moses his name, tells him the deepest desires of his heart, And sends him, 
sends him on a, a mission that Moses knows is utterly impossible. But cannot do anything but obey. Because touched by holiness itself. His heart too. Even though it is weak. Filled with fear and anxiety. Has touched the compassion and love. Of God for God's people. And Moses life from that point forward. Is different. The other bush or tree we meet is in the parable that Jesus tells us about a fig tree in a garden in an orchard that is just taking up space. Oh, it's got leaves apparently, but it's not producing any figs. It's just sucking up the water, the nutrients from the soil, keeping itself alive, but doing absolutely nothing for anyone else or anything else. It is not alive, even though it is alive and breathing and drinking and eating. You cannot find in this fig tree that which fig trees are meant to be. Sources of delicious nourishment, fruit, goodness, life for others. The fig tree just takes up space. And as a result, the owner of the orchard Besides, the fig tree really has no reason to exist. It should go. But the gardener talks him out of it, suggesting that maybe, maybe with another chance, the fig tree might come to life and come to do what it is meant to do, to bear fruit for the life and service of the world. So, I'd like to suggest that these two bushes or trees might symbolize for us, or invite us to take a look at where we stand, where we are in our life of faith, in our experience of God, in the practice of our religion. When we think of God, when we search for God, when we call to mind God's presence, are we willing to allow God's glory, God's passion, God's energy, God's voice to speak to our hearts what is really always on God's mind and heart? His profound compassion for his suffering people. Are we willing to allow God to reveal God to us as God really is and not as we want to make God? A God that thirsts for justice. A God that calls us into service. A God that sends us. Armed only with our knowledge of God's name and God's spirit and God's compassion. To do tasks that are filled with fear and anxiety and well nigh impossible. Unless the God who has revealed God's self to us reminds us that indeed nothing is impossible with God. Or on the other hand, 
Are we content to have a God who just takes up space? Asks nothing. Is perfectly safe. Maybe pleasant to look at. Gives us a sense of security and safety. But is not on fire. And doesn't set us on fire. Is the way we go about practicing our religion. One that fills us and inspires us with the fire of God's energy. Calling us and sending us. To do the work of justice. Or on the other hand is the practice of our religion. Something we do to remind us that the way we are is just fine. And that God is asking nothing more of us than to just get through our day as best we can. And finally is our life of faith. Something that wants to be set on fire. Wants to know God's true nature and God's true name. To feel and hear the sound of God's voice. Telling us exactly what God is thinking and feeling. And to hear God's profound compassion. Mercy. Desire for our freedom and the freedom of all of our brothers and sisters. And inviting us to give up our lives in the service of seeking that freedom. Or is our life of faith just taking up space? Going through motions. Doing whatever it is that helps us stay comfortable. But producing no real fruit. No real food for the life and the love of the world. In all honesty, my life of faith, my experience of God, my practice of religion is far more like the barren fig tree than it is the burning bush. It may not be completely useless, but it's a long way from that burning bush. The good news for all of us who might think that's the way we are is that the parable ends on great hope for this barren fig tree and suggests that what it needs to be stirred into life is relatively simple. Not a vision, not an overwhelming experience of the holy like Moses had, but to just be disturbed a little bit, maybe even gently, have the soil in which our, its roots have gotten so comfortable and safe, stirred up so that the roots are stimulated towards something new. To be fertilized, perhaps with new challenges, perhaps with some suffering, perhaps with acts of penance and generosity, perhaps with a willingness to hear voices that we have shut out, to listen to prophets that we are afraid of, to hear somehow in the silence, the voice of God telling us that we are called to much more than to stand in a garden, suck up water and nourishment and do the best we can to survive for another day. Perhaps the season of Lent 
or any season is a time when we might let ourselves be stirred into life by God's hoe, disturbing the soil around our roots, fed with God's fertilizer of words that come and explode in our hearts and minds and called and challenged to see and know what God is compassionate for and allow ourselves to be called in whatever way we are to go and join God in the work of setting ourselves and setting all people free.